0: Welcome, bomb show! Yay! Welcome to the T Foxel bomb show. This is episode 48. I mean, 84. What am I, dyslexic? It's episode 84 of the Team Voxer Bob Show. My name is Team Voxer Bob, and this is the Mainstream Media. I am a representative of the Mainstream Media. I'm a member and representative. I'm a mem- member representative of the Mainstream Media. Because I say everything that everybody else already said. I have no original opinions. Excuse me, well, I hope you don't mind if I smoke. I'm on house arrest. Carl Tuckerson. Carl Tucker Carlson did an interview with uh, the Tristan, Tristan, whatever is Tate. Tristan Tate, the younger brother of Andy Andrew Tate, and he's a very well-spoken guy from Romania, from England, I don't know where he's from, but he's not American. I can't say he's a well-spoken American, but he's a very well-spoken guy. Not like me. If I was on Tucker Carlson, I would just be like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I had sex. I'm a sex human trafficker. I I used to run a cam website. You do, in a different life, I ran a cam webcam. Nah, I wouldn't talk like that. I would talk serious. I'd be like, yes, sir. I was on house arrest for eight months, and it was fun. All right, I'm doing the same thing. I can't be serious if so I'm talking to Tucker and That's the point. I'm not a serious person. I'm like from that movie Secession. From Secession where they go, you are not serious people. I'm one of those kids. I'm a kid for life who's not a serious person. I'm becoming more well-rounded, though, as a person because I got a house around me and you can't light a fire and die if you're not well-rounded. If you're well-rounded, you can do whatever you want is what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is if you're well-rounded... You can get away with things easier. You can live to a longer lifetime and you can have more success in your lifetime if you're more well-wounded. it ever come above! Can you see millennial, millennial? This Andrew Tate guy and Tristan Tate, same thing. They're, the Andrew one, the guy, he never wears a shirt. So I can't take the guy seriously because he, he never wears a shirt and he's got like a taekwondo tattoo on his pecs on his chest. He likes to show off his chest muscles. And he's only in his thirties, so he's got a we got a long time before he goes away. We got a long time before he is too old to for me to to be relevant, you know? But uh, I don't know. He's a young guy he's only in his thirties, so they got a long time before they're dead. But anyway, the Tristan guy, I was I couldn't take him seriously, but then I saw he did a Tucker Carlson interview and I was like, okay, I already watched everything else, so I watched it and he was actually pretty good. On the interview So so it's like okay, I got I like they're both actually not I don't know. Nobody really talks shit about Tristan Tate. But they talk shit about Andrew Tate. Like I see these treads. I see these treads. On Reddit. On the girl part of Reddit. And these girls or women. Whatever they like to be called. They like to be called women. But girl. It's just easier to say. You know. It's easier to say girl. Than woman. And I don't think of them as women. Unless they're in their 40s or something. You know? If they're in their teens or if they're in their 20s, they ain't women. If they're in their 30s, some of them is women. Most of them in their chatty Anyway, but they're not they're girls. These girl subreddits, they hate uh, guys who like Andrew uh, Tate. So, they're missing out. They're missing out on me. And guys like me they, they, they can live they, they're living the life that they wish they had uh anyway I'm not gonna talk like this the whole time let's try to tone it down let's try to talk normal we only got we got a long way to go here And I'm not even t- <clears throat> I'm not even timing this because because I, I started with the cigarette and uh let's start it over but anyway, he was he was smoking. On on his interview with Tucker Carlson. And it was the weirdest thing ever. Because like. That would never happen on TV. You would never see a long interview. On Fox News. And the guy being interviewed. Just keeps lighting cigarettes. And it's like. Taking a puff. And it's like. Very distracting. But Tucker just rolls with it, and I'm wondering, what is Tucker thinking? Does he actually mind that this guy's smoking, chain-smoking during this interview? Because this would not happen on professional television. So I'm wondering, is he okay with this? went all the way to Romania. I'm pretty sure Tucker inside was like, man, this is where I'm at without Fox News. Now that I'm not a big shot anymore, I gotta sit in this guy's head where he's smoking like a badass with his cool wooden table, his like piece of wood, beautiful uh, dinner table behind. It was a beautiful house, and this guy represented everything that I like about Romania. America used to be kind of like Tristan Tate. They used to like dress a certain way like gentlemen. They used to actually care about looking like men, you know? Talking like men, smoking during you know, interviews. Just being a man is a dying thing. There's a war on masculinity. And it's winning. I'm retreat I'm in uh hiding I'm retreat. I'm basically in house arrest, self-sentenced uh, house arrest. It's ever since twenty, 20 around twenty twenty. Before that, I was going out, but twenty twenty and onward is when I decided that I I retreat. I put up the the flag of of surrender. There's a lot of flags that are taken over Mine is just the white flag of I give up. Like a lot of people have, you know, the rainbow flag. Whatever they there's more than rainbow. There's this one with the triangle with the who cares what it is. It's like more than just rainbow. It has pink, brown and white. I don't know what the colors mean. But I just know it's even more aggressively... It's even more political than just the rainbow one. It's like, no, we don't care about gays anymore. That's like nothing... We have gays that are like, duh. This is not the 90s. We have a flag that shows that we are okay with anybody. Whether they want to be... Uh... Anyway, I'm not okay with anybody. I think some people are disgusting degenerates. They celebrate their degeneracy. And that's what the flag basically is like. It's like people who wave the flag that are not the degenerates but just have the flag to, to show that they like them. They're just pretending that they're okay. Anyway, that's a tangent. The point is, I don't have no flag. Mine is the white flag to say get away from me. I surrender, don't kill me, don't knock on my door. So I haven't been going out, I'm I retreated from the war of masculinity. I lost that war I it's a battle I lo- Uh but I, I haven't given up on the war because you can just go to Romania. You can just go to a different country that's uh if you're rich. If you have multi-millions of dollars, then you can just go to another country. This was kind of done. doesn't matter what zip code you're in. Not to be doom and gloom, but like, everybody kind of knows this. I'm just agreeing with everybody else. Millennials hate where the country's going. They're the ones causing it to go to where they hate that it's going. But they are the most vocal about the fact that they hate where it's going. Gen Z some of them are very obnoxiously vocal about the same things that the millennials are jacking off about. The Gen Z is like Sam Cedar, this Smarmy if you look up the word Smarmy, this guy's the smarmiest guy. He's very smarmy. Like that's the best word for him. Like never mind what else he is. That he does, and whatever else his exist, his his essence, is just like smarmy. It just hits you like a ton of. Br- it's like it's like if somebody was wearing a very strong perfume of in the flavor of the perfume with smarminess. This guy's very smarmy, and he's just a guy who tried to be like a I I'm correct. I'm one of the, I'm i I'm correct. I'm politically correct. I'm correct. Everybody else is dumb. Who's my, who's my race and age vaguely enough in this country. But I'm one of the ones who's actually cool and smart and, and I read books. Anyway, Trump's going to jail for about eight months. He'll get out. He's not worried about us, why would I be worried about? It? Everybody's like every time you turn on the jack off ABC News, it's like News alert Trump is going to jail forever. We got him this time and we're happy we're having a whole circle jerk about it. Gotta hear for about twenty minutes about how Trump is being indicted for the fortieth time this week he's going to finally he's going to prison. He's gonna get thumb printed. We're going to take pictures of him in j- uh, you know, headshots of him in front of a jail cell where he's going to look all disheveled and he's going to be sad. But then you look at him on a rally or doing, yeah, doing one of his speeches at a ra- and he's, he's not complaining. He's just rattling off a bunch of other stuff that has nothing to do with the stupid indictments. He just going like, you know, we're doing great. When we win, we're gonna we're gonna roll back all these stupid Biden laws. We're gonna open up the pipelines. We're gonna not cut Medicare. We're gonna get farms back. We're gonna get gas prices down. And you know, and then he ends the speech by talking a little bit about how you know they indicted me for this, like I didn't do nothing. Meanwhile, this guy, they didn't do nothing for him. They don't care about what he's doing. But me, look what happened to me. But meanwhile, I'm happy. Like, he doesn't seem like he's doomed at all. Going downhill. He's completely level. He's the same guy. He's not really moping around about these, like, very, like, grave indictments. So... If you wanna see Trump moping around like a sad clown, it ain't going I don't think he's capable at this stage in his life. I, he just doesn't have that in him to just be defeated. And he's very good at making it look like he did nothing wrong because of the way, because he, he's talking to his stockholders like at a annual financial meeting because he's good at that because that's what he's been doing for the past 40 years is talking to his stockholders his ilk so he's never gonna admit that the ship is sinking if you're on the titanic with the, with trump he'll be the last guy to admit that the thing's sinking it doesn't matter if it's underwater let's be like now we're good it's just a little cold And, uh, we'll be fine. Like, he he could literally be just drowning and still just be talking about the pipeline. He could literally be choking on water, Yeah, in 1912, freezing cold water. And he would just be like, fuck it. Why do you have to sign a deal? Why do you have to cut the pipeline off? Fuck Biden. Hunter, he's uh we were the best presidency of all time even better than lincoln maybe if somebody is better than me i'll give it to lincoln but i was 2024 so he's a good guy like i just can't see how you can't be like okay he's i get i get it he's kind of what's wrong with like a cult of personality anyway cuz like it's not like anybody knows what he did wrong. I don't know what he did wrong to get indicted. He doesn't know. He just know I don't I don't know what he knows cuz who remembers? I remember a few key lines and that's all anybody has the time to remember when they watch a politician or anything. Who remembers what a politician so the point, he, he's, uh, he has a good personality. He has a strong personality, and he's entertaining, and he has this will to keep going that is commendable. So uh, I don't see how you could be, like, against that. Because it's, it's like, OK, so you want somebody who's just weak, who just gives up, like Nixon? wants somebody, I'm not a crook. I- Okay, I resign. So, bye. Peace out. And just be a mope the rest of your life? Nah. Yeah. So anyway. We don't know I don't know what he did wrong. Nobody does. Nobody cares. It's all about just like taking down the guy that supposedly leads half the country to be what they don't like which is uh what they don't agree with? Oh yeah, it's just bigotry, and he's the leader of, he's the like the front line. He he's the figurehead. He he's the guy that is leading the bad. I that's just Trump. Trump is the guy that they pin as being like the leader of everybody in America that they disagree with. Oh, you, I'm a little girl. I can't live in a country and disagree with somebody in the same country. Oh, they have guns. They they like to shoot their guns. And they don't like abortion. When I don't want to live in a country where somebody doesn't agree with me about whatever. About killing things or what's another example? About, oh, they they like country music, and you know, the race. they're racist. I don't want to live in a country with racist people. Well, anyway, good luck with that because every country is racist. We're just the ones you get put up under a microscope for. You don't see people complaining about Poland being racist because there's no racial issues. There's no population issues. Of people to to be like whoa. Anyway, that's enough uh, of my educ. I'm not like this is not the podcast. The podcast is not about me explaining the world. The world I don't even have a world view, you know. I don't give a. I just want to be away from chaos. And as you get older, which I am. You kind of just want stability. You don't want to live in a sinkhole of, of instabil of, of, you know, homeless people. If a homeless person gives me any trouble, i I mean, I would be, be like, I would, I would wish, uh, them to be out of my neighborhood, like basically NIMBY. I'm a NIMBY, not in my backyard. If there's a homeless person camping in my backyard, do you know how quick I would evict them using force. I don't know what the l- legal I don't know what you're allowed to do if somebody just starts camping in your backyard like like can you just take a shovel and like shovel them out? I basically I was, I, have, I have no sympathy for homeless people. Is what I kind of am saying. I can't empathize with them because I will never be homeless because I can just go to my mom's house. I'll never understand. I'll never be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have been so heartless to these homeless people. Because some of them are just going through something that was not in their control. Some of them are just mentally ill. It's like, well, go to a, go to a country that allows you to be mentally ill not on the street okay that's not you can't just row a boat to Sweden you can't I'm not saying there's a simple solution to homelessness I just don't want it in my backyard if I was homeless I would just I, would, I wouldn't I go to somebody else's house and bug them or, or you know I would just like kill myself like I, I would not like be a nuisance to society that's the thing about degenerates like a lot of them is if they're doing something gross and in humanistic like hedonistic like just for pleasure all the time say oh man you can you you go to this nude beach and get your dick sucked and, and be not you know as long as you're doing something productive on the side that uh justifies a little bit of the degeneracy... I don't know. That's a that's a big... That's a, one of the words that crops up on the internet. Is these days, degeneracy. And that's what the left is starting to glamorize. The left used to just be the team that was like, Hey man, don't judge everybody. Now, it's like... Not only should you not negatively judge these people that we all pretty much don't like because of natural, because they're degenerates, that's the truth of it. Now you have to prop them up as if they're like special, as if they're like high achievers in society. They're even better than just average. If you're a degenerate, according to you know, all of human history that we all agree is kind of like, ugh. That's what degenerates, like, ugh, you do that? That's your lifestyle? Or at least, do you do something on top of that to supplement? Do you contribute to society? Like, are you a good singer at least? Because some of these guys are very talented in other ways. They might be like, talking, they, they might have these very like, gross side like uh things that they're into like jared from subway let's all we could all agree that he's a degenerate because that's just not something we've we decided is uh acceptable yet the left hasn't fully embraced (laughs) child abuse as okay yet it's common but they haven't yet so Jared is still uh you know across the board any political group we all agree that he's a degenerate but at least he was contributing to society by encouraging weight loss and being a good public figure aside well you know besides what he was doing in his private life he wasn't going around bragging about it like these other people, like these, ugh, these people make it their whole identity to just like glamorize how they like to jerk off. I don't know, on the beach, and they just they just glamorize how like their fetishes and like what they enjoy uh, in a way that just gives them pleasure, and it's like you most. why don't? I- what else about you is? Re- why should I want to be in the same country as you? Like, some countries don't really tolerate that, but I'm, I'm a very, you know, open-minded person, so I'm saying, yeah, there's always going to be a tinge of judgment towards filling whatever you consider degeneracy, which we all pretty much... Everybody, it's a kind of a universal thing what degeneracy is, just if you're willing to admit that it. It's because what's changing is what is considered it by yeah, certain fringe groups. Like the the conservatives, they'll say it's the same as ever. Nothing's changed in 40,000 years. We think it's gross to do that. I don't even have to just like think about it. What, what's a. Anyways, like, if that's all your identity, just something that we consider degen, don't be surprised if you're not very successful. At, I don't know. Where was I going with that? There's a lot of very touchy subjects that I'm kind of bouncing around and. It's not one of those episodes where I really feel like digging deep and doubling down into it, because I'm a very uh, 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 compassion. I'm a very compassionate person, and it doesn't always come across that way because I'm not trying to be. See, that's the thing. A lot of these people on the loony left, they're just trying. They just want to appear that they're compassionate. But are they more compassionate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, because they would all have a bunch of refugees and homeless people staying at their house if they were more than average compassionate. The, re, the repubes, the republicans, they're, they're compassionate as anybody. They just kind of don't put on the charade. They just don't go, well, yeah, you could, you could come live with me. They don't even pretend that they would take in a refugee because nobody wants to take in a refugee. So why would you say something they can't commit to? They just don't say things that they don't believe as often. You know, they're becoming like, they're becoming so predictable. Republicans have always been Republicans. They're always the same. It's like, the same tenets, quali- the same mission statement for the past two hundred years. We like the country, the s- the way it is set up. The way- we like the constitution, you know. Pretty stable. What if they really change their views on anyway? But the the left is the one that's becoming crazy, and it used to seem more reasonable as a millennial to be a democrat but then now they're they're becoming so deranged that it's like no i i like republicans they're more predictable you know they're not i don't know if they're as compassionate because they might be more mean because they're more like honest maybe i don't know who the hell cares i'm it's not that I'm bored of this topic. It just feels very mainstreamy to cover it. To go down this rabbit hole of, like, the left is this, the right is this. It's kooky on the left, but the right is it's just normal. Like, yeah, we get it. Everything, everybody on YouTube already knows that. This is YouTube. This pocket... So, I don't want to talk about something that's obvious. Something that... Is bad about the. Another thing about this country. I didn't really finish. Why this country is is a shithole. But uh, it's becoming a shithole. And that's because. Of many things. First. The Trump indictments. Does anybody know what he did. That deserves to be put in prison. Or arrested. No. If they did. They would probably be talking about it all i'm hearing about is how what's on netflix you know I, i'm hearing about like oh did you see the latest tiktok oh they're funny oh this new video game is really good I just nobody's talking about the bad things he did and how they're evil it's like nixon what did he do that was so bad he he put some wires he, he wiretapped a few people he listened to some I have no idea what Watergate was about nobody cares at the time nobody gave a crap nobody knew what he did bad nobody knew what Trump did we know what Clinton did because it was sexual and that's human we all understand what it is what it means to have an affair so that's why that's the one example Of a time that a president did something clearly sketchy. Obama, I don't know. He didn't do nothing that deserved to go to jail, right? If he did, he wouldn't have gone to jail. But anyway, and Hillary, what did she do? Did she do something? Who knows? Who cares? We just want them to go to jail because we don't like them. And if you have the whole force of the one of the political parties against you, the whole party's against you, that's a lot of power against one individual. So it's unprecedented what's happening with this indictment, indicting a sitting president. He's still possibly the president, we just don't admit it cuz uh we never you know it's in, it's it's uh, hard to say but he's he's the pre- he's a president not you know is he a former president some would argue yes some would insist on calling him the former president which I do because this is a mainstream channel if you're in the mainstream media you have to declare the you have to always specify You never say the word president if you're talking about Trump without the word former in front of it or else you can get fired. This is a very, very critical mistake to make. This is punishable by termination of employment. If you're a media pundit, a reporter of any kind, and you talk about Trump and you don't say that he's the former president... you better be looking for another job you better hope your resume is looking good anyway former president donald trump thanks for i mean thank thankfully they specify it's for the people so they know that he's not in that he's not the president anymore cuz people have a hard time knowing who the current president is that's like a common thing so that's why it's important for the mainstream media to always specify that He's the former president. We don't say former president Bill Clinton or former president George W. Bush. We just call him president because he's not the one that we're trying to get locked up in jail. Anyway, it's just a lot of power concentrated, compressed into just one person being targeted That's a lot of firing power being smushed into one tiny little barrel of a gun. And he's handling it pretty well. Reminds me of Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is another one that the whole world went against with a big gun. And he's doing fine. He still doesn't wear a shirt. He hasn't gained any weight. He's still perfectly tan even though he's not allowed to leave the house. So who's winning that war? Who's winning? So those are, that just makes them look better. That makes them look cool to me. He's like, I didn't care about Andrew Tate until I saw how good he's doing after the whole world tries to lock him up. And he's still looking better than ever smoking cigars. So anyway, Trump... It's a banana republic. If we're going after the leaders just because we don't like them, we don't like this guy. Let's get him in jail cuz we can't do it, you know. That's a sign that the country's going to hell. Like it, we used to just be like, "Oh, I don't like that guy's politics. I'm not going to vote for him." And we could we could make funny cartoons about him, but to even mention him shows that you, you don't even have to talk about him. Usually if you don't like a politician they just fade away into obscurity because they're the losers. We don't remember the losers. Apparently he's not a loser cuz the left wing mainstream they love they can't stop talking about him. So he's 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 not really uh losing the battle. If they can't get his freaking name out of their mouths. I just want to keep talking about this guy. So anyway, the country's going to shit for that reason because we are starting to go against, you know, team up against people and ruin them and put them in jail for unknown reasons and nobody is smart. Nobody knows what he did wrong. If he did anything wrong, it's so not, doesn't matter to anybody. It doesn't affect, it's not like cut and dry. Like he didn't, Murder anybody. So it's not... It's like, okay, he took a document home. Okay, he... He he questioned the election. Okay. Okay, he... He had people go to the... He had people march. He had people march. Eh, at the Washington, D.C. Well, that's a big crime. Yeah, so it's like, what did he do wrong? Nobody... It's like vague. It's like... If you watch... Media, they'll tell you all these things that sound really bad. Like, oh, he he caused an insurrection. It's like... But then you actually look at it, and it's like, well, they they went in... They've trespassed. That's bad. Trespassing is bad, but like an insurrection... That's not, I don't even know that word before you started... They started... They, they had to pull a word from, like, the medieval times, and then they keep repeating it, you know, like a parrot. So it just keeps indoctrinating their viewership into thinking that he actually did something bad when all he did was just be like yeah we gotta fight like hell in march and like okay you could say i mean what that's it that's all he had to do to to be called a villain just say that we gotta like keep our country the way we want it he didn't say to do nothing else. that could be taken. That could be interpreted a thousand different ways. We gotta fight like hell like, again yeah. at the polls. That was in brackets. That's what. That's how I interpreted it because I'm not an idiot. And I was just like, okay, well, he's a guy talking about the election and how we can't let it be stolen and we gotta fight like hell. Okay, what does that mean? It means go to the polls, show up, vote, I don't know, doesn't mean like just riot in the street, I didn't perceive it as like he meant, okay, let's riot, let's break into a building that we're not allowed and insurrect the government, I I didn't interpret it as that, I just took it as like a metaphorically, figuratively, like we gotta fight like hell, yeah, Of course. What's wrong with saying that? I don't really know. I don't get it. They would say the same thing about who they are against. The Republicans. They could argue the white supremacists are taking over the country. They got to fight like hell to get rid of the white supremacists. They would. What's wrong with that? They would say the same thing, if not even worse. They would call them. They would like you know attack them in a worse way than just saying we got to fight them. Yeah, you fight your political opponent. It's a way of, like, it's just a word meaning to go against. Like, what else word is? There's not many words that kind of describe the act of being a politician and trying to win and be good at your job. Like, achieve things. I don't know. Or to get get the country kind of... A little bit closer to where you think it should that's kind of the whole point of politics like why would anyone go into politics because they want the country to go towards they want to improve the country in some way i feel like i'm explaining this a little too much but it's obvious to me but the the way that they paint this guy to be like a villain I just don't see, he's a narcissist, but like, he's a likable one, because some narcissists are just like, they don't have a likable side, they don't have the charm, they're just narcissists, and then it's like, ugh, but this guy has that main character energy, but he's also like, you know, he's old and experienced, so he's somebody that you would want to hang out with, he has like a cool factor I get even though not really cause he plays golf and he is an old man that's impressive though that you could be that old and still kinda have like that young that youthful spirit so anyway I think we talked about enough about him that's just one example of how a country's going to shit the next example is uh, how everywhere you go all the countries are overrun with homeless camps Every place that used to be considered a good city to live is now collapsing under its own weight by filth. It's being replaced with filth and mental illness and heroin addicts and people who don't respect law and order and they don't know how to drive and they're not patriotic. Anyway... Every zip code that's good is now becoming not so good unless it's a private community with gated community so like it doesn't you can go anywhere in the whole country the whole country is collapsing in that way it's even the small towns anything that you've ever heard it's it's expensive on top of it the finance the economy is not doing well we're in a deep. I think we're in a recession, kind of, but they won't say that on the news because that'll cause a even worse depression. They can't say they were in a recession. But I think we are, and, they're, and I, I, they want to impose a wealth tax. Some of these lefties want to impose a wealth tax because it sounds good to say that on TV, on PBS. Like It, it just makes you look like, it makes you feel good As a person who's lying to the world. It's fun to just say things that just feel good. And it makes you look smart and with it. And it's like, I don't like this. I don't want the world. I don't want the country to be an oligarchy. I have glasses. Like The wealth tax. That's BS. If you were wealthy... You wouldn't want a wealth tax. Usually people that make less than 500000 a year that want to have a wealth. Well, that's real convenient. Why don't you try being somebody worth a couple billion at least, and then you could talk about your stupid wealth tax. This is the dumbest thing i ever heard. Hey, you got a lot of money. Good job. Well, there's other people that want it, so therefore we're going to take it. That's just how we're gonna do things in this world. That's just how the world is gonna go. You have something we want it, and we're jealous. It's not even about jealousy. It's just that you have too much. You know, we're mature, but we're a powerful government, and we're gonna take it from you and then do what we want with it because we know better. Even though it's yours, and you know, it's we're basically stealing it. You're not doing anything. That would impose a tax, all you're doing is having it that's the most unlawful form of like the most uncivil like you know tax already you could is is pretty evil, but not really it, uh, it's not the worst thing to have some taxes for like transactions, some transactions are obviously like yeah, okay, you could tax me. But to tax somebody just for having wealth, that's when the world becomes the opposite of an, of an oligarchy, an anarchy. Something that's unstable and chaotic and that nobody would want to live in. Maybe some anarchies are okay, but to just say, oh, you have a big amount of resources... We want them. Like, There's enough. There's other people in the world and you have to share. That's the framework. That's the underlying reason for the wealth tax. Like you have to share, be nice. You're not being nice by not sharing. So we're going to force you to share because there's too many people in the world for you to have that much, not your fault that there's billions of people in the world and millions and millions in this country and anybody could just have kids and multiply. They need food too. So it's not fair for them to be alive and not have food and you to have endless supplies of food. It's just not fair to them for coming out of thin air. That's your problem (laughs) yeah that's my problem i'm wealthy and somebody decided to have a thousand kids and they're hungry oh that's my problem even if you inherited your money let's say you're a billionaire from the Bilderberg family and you have 20 billion dollars to your name to your family Okay, good- for, and you inherited it, and that's it. You never worked a day in your life, and you're just sitting around playing video games, not contributing to society. Maybe you're a degenerate who only takes things from society and creeps people out. Does that mean you should be given a wealth tax? Oh you, can you share there's there's hungry mouths to feed. It's like I don't care, I'm aware. That there's billions of people in the world. Oh, do I got to cry? A river? Because somebody in India had a thousand kids tomorrow? Oh, that's my fault that they just decided to multiply like bacteria in a petri. Do I cry about mold growing out of a petri? Oh, look at all these hungry bacteria. What the hell does that have to do with me? And we're talking about, obviously, just America. We don't have to worry about other... The wealth tax is just for one country. So that's my problem. That the country I'm in has a poor people problem. Oh! Crimea River. That's the country's problem, not mine. I have my money. It's not for you to take just because the country has your... Poor people, problem. Oh, some people are poor. And instead of ending their bloodline or marrying a rich person, they just keep pumping out more poor people. That's what they think is going to solve the problem. All oh, right, poor. So let's have seven more. they will solve the problem. And then maybe they'll impose a wealth tax on Bill Gates. And then we'll get $10 a year. As a bonus, because that's what it'll spread down to. Now that everybody's just getting a share, it'll s- dilute to $10 a year because billionaires, as much money as they have, still ain't going to do twat. Ain't going to do a diddly twat if you take it from them. Let's say there was a 100% wealth tax. Okay, you're, you're rich. Boom. Give me all your money. You're dead. Now we have the $46 billion. Okay, how much is that if you spread it around perfectly to non-poor people, to rich, to non-rich people, to just anybody in the country? It doesn't spread down very much. It doesn't divide to as much as you would think if you took all the top rich people and taxed them a shitload. How much do you think that would give the average Joe? How much more food would they get at the end of the year? If we impose a wealth tax. I don't know. Thousand bucks a year maybe. Look at the stimulus. We had to print a ton of money to do that. Now the economy is all whacked out. Now I got to raise interest rates. To make up for that BS. If you just took all the money from the rich. It would maybe. Give all the billions of poor people. That would live here. It's only the hundreds of millions now. But it would grow to a billion. If we just decided to be a socialist country. Just spread it evenly, man. Just spread all the wealth evenly to every humane person in the world. Every person in the world, or in the country. Every little individual should just get the same amount. That's the most humane way to run a country. Just give everybody enough to live off evenly. No privilege. It'd be like, what, a couple thousand bucks a year? Okay, that'll solve the problem. So it won't solve the problem. And I don't care if it even solves a problem because I it's my money. If I'm a Bilderberg, I'm going to build a huge castle... There's going to be servants who have servants. I will not even be close to accessible by any average person. I will be at the tallest tower. Not the tallest, because the tallest will be targeted by terrorists. They'll be like, oh, it's probably at the top top deck of the castle. Let's bomb. Let's drive an airplane into that. No, I'll be at the second highest castle tower. I'll have a decoy, you know, pretending to be me. I'll be so far removed from poor people that I won't have to deal with them or hear about them, you know. Maybe I'll look through a telescope and see a couple of them. But they'll get sniped out before they reach my moat. And that's what being rich is. It's basically being in a huge castle and having a moat around you with crocodiles then nobody could jump over swim across cuz that's what being rich is in america once you're rich like really rich i'm not talking about like oh like a couple thousand a couple million in the like like if you're worth a couple million that's not who i'm talking about they could lose their money in one bad night they could just have a bad night and lose their whole fortune no intergenerational wealth is locked away in very deep places that, that are secure. Properties all across the world. You, like There would have to be a nuclear war for them to actually lose th- their wealth, for them to go broke. That's what real wealth is. It's like, yeah, no, they don't got to worry for generations. They're 40 generations away from possibly going broke. And that's only if the financial advisors go back like go bankrupt themselves like if they if we hire bad whatever. Anyway, like real rich people, they only get richer because yeah, it's easy to stay rich and that's just how it is. Is that a bad thing? That's the question. Oh is that b- that's bad. I don't like that. Like once you're a rich family, it's like a dynasty. It's like it goes on and on. That's not fair to poor people... Because poor people have a right to that money too... Because they exist. So they paid the price to exist... And that means they deserve... Free... Payments of... Resources and food... Just by being here... Just by coming out of a womb... Somebody had sex... With a poor person and... Produced another poor person... Therefore... They deserve free shit. I'm not very sad about the fact that dynasties could exist in perpetuity because, it, hey, that sounds pretty good for the. Hey, start your own dynasty. And there's a little thing called marriage that I don't know if you've got if you've heard of this. It's like, oh, so you got a problem with oligarchs and dynasties and how the rich stay rich and the top 1% of the 1% are so far removed well get better at hooking up get better get better game and you'll eventually be able to marry if you you can be a poor person who marries an elite 1% or like Rihanna look who married her some rapper guy some rapper who had no chance in hell at being a billionaire, all of a sudden, he's a billionaire because he married Rihanna because he rapped into a microphone a, a couple times. Okay. I have. All of a sudden, I'm not really as broken up about this oligarchy thing if that's all it takes to get into one. Rihanna... And his her husband, ASAP Rocky. They got enough money to last generations. They're a dynasty, the Rihanna dynasty. What did it was that so hard? All it took was being talented and a superstar, and fucking that superstar. Oh, so you have a problem with dynasties after how simple that? did not that kind of put a little kink in the armor of this whole socialism is the only thing, is the answer? Oh, we gotta do a wealth tax on Rihanna. It's like, you want to tax somebody who's a first-generation immigrant who made a billion dollars by being a one-of-a-kind superstar? Top-selling recording artist. You want to charge her money just for having money, even if she's just... Locking it, not even doing anything. Just want to go up to her and point a gun and take Rihanna's money, cause there's poor people not as talented that somehow deserve it, even though she didn't get that chance herself. She was born in some third world country in the Caribbean, and she—I don't see people paying for her meal ticket. So anyway, life is not fair. Wealth tax is a joke, it's the most inhumane, it's the most medieval form of taxation is to just go up to a rich guy and be like, hey that's not fair, don't you know that we let millions of immigrants into this country who don't even know how to say what's for dinner, they don't even know how to ask what's on the menu, they don't even know how to speak English, We let them in by the busload every day. Don't you realize that they want some of your money? What kind of question is that? That's your question? And you're on TV? You're on PBS looking like a big shot educational book reader. You're a smart guy. Oh, we got to impose a wealth tax because people from third world countries... They're coming to this country, which of course is okay. We, you know, of course we can't just impose immigration law. We gotta let them in for free. No borders are evil. Borders, God wouldn't anyway. I don't believe in God. This is an atheist. You know, this is a, this world does not have God. anyway. We have gotta impose a wealth tax because there's poor people that come pouring in by the busload every day, and who's gonna feed them? The government has to feed them because billionaires ain't. Okay. Yeah, I'm a billionaire and I'm never I never give my money away. Most billionaires they're pretty charitable. A lot of them just decide, "Hey, you know what? I'm just going to give half my money away." They do that like more often than not. And you're going to impose a tax on them. If you want to impose something on them, You could shame them a little bit into being more charitable. That's up to them how charitable they want to be. Yeah, you should pressure the wealthy into being charitable. But you can't put a gun to their head and force them to not be rich anymore. That's the most un-American thing. And yes, oligarchies is pretty much what the world has come to in any successful country. Oligarchies. Look at Russia. Most countries are oligarchies in some way you just don't see because it's behind the curtain they don't advertise don't by the way this whole channel is owned by one person did you know that this whole channel that like 20th century fox and all these subsidiaries did y'all know that it is owned by just one dude we could all get fired by this one crotchety old man who's worth about 40 billion dollars did you know that he pulls the strings on the elections. Yeah, let's just tell them that. Let's just advertise that we're living in an oligarchy. Yeah, it doesn't sound sexy on paper, but it is. It's, it's not the worst thing. Oh, so we should just have it spread evenly, regardless of how good you are at life. Yeah, everybody should just get 50000 a year everybody gets paid 50000 dollar a year. What do you think's gonna happen? We would burn down. We would. We would become ruins. We would be his, a historical footnote, in a textbook in a better country, fifty years from now, if we imposed a wealth tax and just trusted the government, a stupid entity. Ooh, we know what we're the government. Yeah, let's just decide. Okay, we got all this billionaire money. We're going to decide where to spread it. That's not going to work out. People will kill each other. And we'll all, everything will be burnt to the ground. Except for a few remaining, you know, ruins like ancient Greece. There's still the Parthenon. We'll still have a few structures remaining from our civilization anyway so that's that topic the very touch it's not a touch is like something i started thinking about because i was bothered by this conundrum of like that does sound bad the way they're advertising this idea uh whatever stupid thing i watched on youtube this guy we will have a wealth tax hopefully by 2024 Otherwise we'll just be an oligarchy and the rich will stay rich and uh, that's sad for some reason. And I started thinking about it, it's like yeah that does sound pretty like depressing that like most of the wealth will just be inherited. There won't be as many self made people, it'll all just be if you're rich it was because you inherited yeah that is kind of like not uh industrious it doesn't really make you motivated to work hard if that's where most of the rich people get their money but then you could just be like oh wait but i could just fuck one of them and if they marry me if they're dumb enough to marry me i get half their money and i'm rich i'm one of them so if you can't beat them you join them and that's just the salute it's like I, after the more i thought about it i was like Yeah, but is that so bad that there's dynasties? Like, some people are more privileged than others. That's how all of history's been. There's been more, like, people that were just like, okay, he's from this family, he's more important than you. Just by being born in that family, yeah, he has more opportunity, more privilege, he's more sheltered and protected from the elements. Hey, if you don't like that, kill him. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you could either fuck him, you could end the bloodline, and then it'll just go to charity. Start a charity, be a criminal. I mean, there's ways to become a billionaire. It just takes a few generations. Like it's never, it's still going to be possible to become a billionaire in 20 years. You just have to do it in ways that are more illegal. Because once you are rich. Nobody cares how you got rich. They don't care if it's Bitcoin or money laundering. Uh, Of course, it will be money laundering. Everybody who's rich from crime, they have to launder their money somehow, right? But once it's laundered, nobody cares. You're done. It's like, oh, you, you laundered $4 billion over the course of 20 years from a drug cartel. Okay, good job. Everybody'll just pat you on the back and be like, "Wow, you got away with it." Statute of limitations, or you can just tell us what you did. Doesn't matter. It's your money. You got you got through the system. Can't be audited by any government entity because it's been long enough where we don't care anymore. And you're rich, so why would we care? Why would we go after somebody who's rich? We want you to be rich because then you're going to help us out in some way because the rich... We like rich people. The government, you know, rich people do contribute to society. That's the thing. Why, well, Like Sam Bakeman freed. He laundered his money. He's so rich that it doesn't matter that he did anything wrong to get it yeah, he stole it. He stole it from the common man. It's the reverse of wealth tax. He taxed just random dummies who were dumb enough to trust him with their money. He just scammed people in a Ponzi and, you know, good for him. He He's rich now. It doesn't matter how he got it. Like Bernie Madoff, how the hell did he get in trouble? What did he get in trouble for? It must just be that some of the people that he robbed were pretty rich. So that's why they had the power to go after him. Sam Bankman-Fried was way smarter. He's the new generation of Bernie Madoffs. I think I said Bernie Sanders earlier. Bernie Madoff uh, went to jail, rotted in jail for why? He didn't do nothing wrong. He ran a Ponzi, yeah. That's a good way to get rich. Running a Ponzi is the most legitimate way to get rich, as long as you get away with it. And Sam Bagman Free learned from his mistake. He he learned, don't let rich people into the Ponzi. It was people with like you know five hundred dollars, maybe a couple thou. That was the average user of his stupid exchange, which I never used because I could tell it was a scam. Uh, FTX. The average user probably only had like, what, 50 bucks in the exchange? That's not enough for a lawyer. It's not enough to have the might. That's a lot of crumbs that add up to nothing. It just falls like a sandcastle because it's not cohesive. Cause it's many small fries, so he's a genius. SBF. He's not even in jail. It's like a at home with his parents, just playing video games, not even getting a haircut. Cause why? What well, you don't know, get a haircut if you're a billionaire? He already made it in life. So I respect this guy. You know, I, I, I want, I want, I don't want to do what he did, just because it's a lot of bad press and like you know, it's just embar. It's not a pleasant. I would rather not be rich, I guess, and just be a bum with no money than to get it the way he got it, but either way, if you're rich, you're going to be targeted, but the point I'm making is, now that he's rich, it doesn't matter that it was stolen money, it's not from rich people that he stole from, it's from tiny little specks of dust that don't have the power to actually go after this guy. So the government or whoever is prosecuting him just goes, oh, he's rich. I'm not going to bother this guy. He'll pay me in some way. He'll pay me a favor in some way. He'll give me a favor. One of those handshake deals that you do with rich people. He's a smart guy. He paid off all his people. Anyway, so now that he has all this money, he can afford a great defense team and they don't care that it's... Stolen money, paying for that, because it's money. Money talks. The people that he stole from don't have the resources to actually sue him. Elizabeth uh, Holmes, she got a, You know, she's going to jail for a few months or something. She's pregnant. That was a good move to get pregnant. She had a good lawyer. She's like, okay, get pregnant, and they will definitely not give you as much time. I think she's going to jail for a few months. She's in jail right now for a few months and she's gone home to live with some rich guy. She's rich. She, she didn't really lose anything. She just got some bad press. But the reason she lost her money is because they it belonged to rich investors. So she did what Bernie Madoff did. She ran a Ponzi scheme. That was not exactly a Ponzi scheme, but it was promising something uh, on a lie and taking money from rich people. Don't rob the rich do a reverse robin hood steal from the poor and keep it don't give to anybody else yeah you know keep it steal from the poor and give to the rich and by the rich you're included in that so anyway that's what what's basically a good uh lecture on the correct thing about basically the the correct perspective on wealth and how you shouldn't hate what rich people just cuz you suck at the game don't hate the game hate the play i mean don't hate the player hate the game and on top of it don't hate the game the game is the best game it's a stupid phrase oh you why would you play a game that you hate don't hate the player. Hate the game. Well, why would I play that game if I hate that game? Oh, I'm going to hate the guy who's really good at a game that I hate? How about I just pick a new game? No, but it's also a good game. Capitalism. Oligarchism. It's a good game. Don't hate the game or the player. That's my phrase that I'm coining on. Oh, I hate the that guy's a cheater. It's like, don't hate to play, I hate the game. So, well, this is the only game I know of. I'm not gonna... What do you mean hate the game? So I just kill myself then. It's not like I could just log out and switch to a different game in my library. This is the only game! It's like... Well, that's the only phrase I know of this situation. That's the only thing that I know of is to, is to say that phrase. So... No, I say don't hate the player and don't hate the game because you just have bad opinions of what a bad game is and the players of that game doesn't is, is not even relevant because you're wrong to even hate the game too. Oh man, this game sucks. Like, no, nope, it doesn't. You just suck at it, so don't hate the game. Forget about the players. You're not even playing in the... You're not even good at the game, so don't even worry about the players. You shouldn't even have an opinion about Sam Bankman Freed unless it's a positive one because that's the correct opinion to have about this guy because he's successful and he's smart. Oh, he stole money. Okay. That happened sometime. It wasn't on purpose. He, He screwed up. He didn't know that the thing was going to collapse in price and that he couldn't promise all this fake money to people. Yeah, he screwed up. I don't think he did it that on accident. It, and it takes skill to run an exchange for even a couple of years. So anyway, if we could end on anything, I think is that we could we should at least admit that maybe we shouldn't judge people so harshly just because they have a little more money than us. Maybe they deserve it and you gotta look at yourself in the mirror. Nothing wrong with an oligarchy. Look at the girl that he had sex with. Look at the girl that was having sex with SBF. Look how she's doing. She's doing pretty good. She's worth millions of dollars. All it took was fucking some guy with an afro and she's no looker. She's like a B-minus at best. She's like a New Jersey C-minus. She's like a Nebraska 8. She's like a South Dakota 9. North Dakota 10. Anyway, no, there's hotter chicks in North Dakota. She's not that hot and she banged spf and look what happened to her is she doing anything special to get a, to to get a million dollars every for every fingernail that she snips off she's worth like 100 billion 100 million dollars and all it took was sucking some guy's dick who's socially awkward so if you hate the oligarchy maybe you just suck It's sucking the right dicks. And that's not a bad game to me. Doesn't sound like a bad game to me. Okay, so if I'm not smart enough to make my own money, all I got to do is be an unattractive chick and suck a guy's dick? Who is? Good at making money? And all of a sudden I'm set for life and my kids are set for life. I'm an oligarch. I could divorce the guy and never see him. I could be like, okay, fuck you. that I got the money. I'm going to the next guy. That's girl power right there. That makes me a feminist if there ever was one in this room. And I respect that about the world and women. I respect that women can get paid just as much as men just by sucking them off. If that doesn't make me a good person then you're listening to the wrong podcast.